Welcome to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs, where we showcase energy healers, lightworkers, holistic coaches, hypnotherapists, and creatives using their intuitive healing and transformative gifts to create an impact and a healthy income, as well as celebrate their one-of-a-kind, soul-expressed businesses. We'll take a look at the inspirational and insightful money lessons and messages in the world around us. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host and fellow spiritual entrepreneur, learning, exploring, and uncovering the gifts and the personal growth opportunities of a soul-inspired business right alongside with you. Thanks so much for pressing the play button and listening. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, you're listening to the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. This is a Full Moon Vedic Wisdom Astrology episode. A big warm welcome to you. I'm Michelle I. Revis, your host. This month's Full Moon takes place on November 26th or 27th, depending on where you live. The sun is casting its light on the moon in the Nakshatra Rohini. Rohini in Vedic Astrology is located in the constellation of the Bull. It's the red star or the rosy star of the eye of the bull. Fittingly, Rohini means the red one, or it is also known as the red cow. This lunar mansion is also known as the growing one. This is because Rohini is known as the star of ascent. Not ascent meaning a smell, (laughs) but ascent meaning to rise. So Rohini gives support to rise in influence and clout in society or business or your life. The moon is at home and in its full glory here since it rules this lunar mansion. I like to imagine the moon returning home from a long adventure through the other nakshatras with a suitcase full of souvenirs and treasures from her travels. The moon has also enjoyed all the experiences in the other 26 lunar mansions. But she is so happy to be at home, where she can rest, relax, be herself, be surrounded in a familiar setting, and really indulge in her new discoveries. I like to imagine her uh, going home and opening up her suitcase and looking at all the marvelous things she collected while visiting the other 26 lunar mansions. This also reminds me of the Vedic or Hindu mythology around the moon and the nakshatras. So I'm sure you've heard me tell this story before, but I'd like to share it with those of you who have not heard it before, and it's a really nice story. It goes something like this. The Prajapati Daksha had 27 daughters that were gifted to the moon. Daksha actually had 60 daughters, but 27 were gifted to the moon. Out of the 27 daughters, Rohini was the moon's favorite wife. The other 26 wives got jealous and were not going to stand for this, so they complained to their father. Then the Prajapati 
cursed the moon. Soon the moon became weak and sick and began to die. The sisters of Rohini became remorseful and felt so bad, they went back to their father and asked him to remove the curse. But unfortunately, once a curse is cast, it cannot be removed. So instead of letting the moon die completely, the Prajapati made it so the moon would regain strength and vitality after losing it. So this is how we get the waxing and the waning of the moon every month. And the tie-in to the 27 nakshatras or lunar mansions of Vedic astrology. It's a really nice story with imagery of why the moon waxes and wanes every month. Okay, fittingly, the deity associated with this nakshatra is Prajapati, the creator god from Brahma, the lord of creation. This deity is known for its power to grow and create things. It especially deals with manifesting because it creates on the physical or material level. So Rohini is tied to creating, manifesting, and the actualization or materialization of that which we desire and intend. So it's taking concepts, ideas, inspiration from the ethers and bringing it down to 3D or physical reality. So this lunar mansion or asterism beautifully blends Venus and the moon. We have intuition, thoughts, and emotions with the moon and we have beauty and earthly gifts and delights with Venus. Therefore, this is a beautiful, auspicious, and well-aligned time to do your magical manifesting. One of the symbols of this asterism is an ox cart, or an ox pulling a cart full of produce, or the rewards of our work. Perfectly in line with the theme of manifesting and creating. Let's remember that manifesting does require some kind of action, but a specific kind of action. As long as it is inspired action or action taken through the guidance and trust of our higher self or spirit, not just any kind of action. I mean, we could take all kinds of action all day long. And that kind of action is just to be busy or say that we're taking action. That's coming from our mind or thinking mind. But the kind of action I'm talking about is inspired action. So when we manifest with the moon, we must trust our intuition to help us identify inspired action. Okay, another symbol of Rohini is a banyan tree. I love this symbol because the banyan tree represents fertility and growth connecting the symbol to one of the meanings of the word Rohini, the growing one. The banyan tree is a perfect symbol for this lunar mansion because it never stops growing and expanding. Banyan trees also look like they're growing into the ground. It looks like their roots are searching for the earth. They have supporting pillars that look like tree trunks anchoring into the earth. Very much like manifesting, bringing thought down into reality or our earthly 3D physical material experiences. Banyan trees are also the world's largest trees in terms of how much land they can cover. 
rather than how tall they get or how high they can grow. The beautiful banyan tree is said to represent three main deities or lords of Hinduism. Rama, the lord of creation, which is also the god associated with Rohini, of course, naturally. Vishnu, the lord that sustains and protects life. And Shiva, the lord of death and darkness. I've heard each god being related to different parts of the tree, but here's how I like to connect the gods to the banyan. It can survive for many, many years, so it has longevity and sustainability and resourcefulness to stand the test and trial of time. I see Shiva when the leaves fall to the ground and start to decay and provide rich soil for the roots to anchor deep into the earth and how it needs the darkness and the quiet of the earth to grow, which is Brahma, to create to grow, create, expand by becoming bigger and stronger, therefore ensuring its Vishnu or sustainability and longevity. The three play and promote each other, a beautiful symbiotic relationship representing the cycle of life and death. I love the banyan tree, and naturally, I am reminded of the beautiful, gigantic banyan tree on Maui. So if you could, when you have a moment, a free moment, please send some energy, prayers, and intentions for its healing and growth. It has a special place in many people's hearts. So on the 26th or the 27th of this month, when you look in awe and appreciation of the full moon in Rohini, please include the Maui Banyan in your loving thoughts and special requests. Thank you so much. Now, speaking of things to do during this Rohini full moon, here are three things we can do to integrate Rohini into our lives and businesses during this full moon. So number one, see what areas we would like to infuse more beauty, sensuality, and luxury into our business. Maybe it's adding more artwork to our workspace or adding comfortable pillows and throws to our Zoom meeting chair. We could bring a nice flower arrangement for our desk or light candles and incense while we work on a new project. Number two, my second suggestion is take care of what you need to support yourself during times of growth. Change can be uncomfortable even when it's for our benefit and for our own personal gain or profit or growth. So I'd like to suggest to look at different ways you can set yourself up with your favorite things that bring you comfort and support. Maybe it's spending time with good friends or scheduling time for relaxation and reflection. Maybe it's having your creature comforts on hand since we never know when we are going to need them. Okay, number three, what do you desire in your life and business? This is a wonderful time to reevaluate our manifesting goals and intentions. We could pull an oracle card, get a hypnosis session, or simply be still and quiet to see what comes up. We might see our next best step, see what action to take, or inspired action to take by receiving inspiration. 
Or we might see what offering to create next. Or it might be something totally unexpected and out of the blue, a beautiful, wonderful surprise. I think it's a perfect time to tune into the inspiration of Rohini to create our business in alignment with our sacred desires. All right, my friend, those are three possible things we can do in our business and lives to align with this November's full moon in the beautiful Rohini. May this lunar mansion bless you with increase in all good things that are a delight to your senses. May you enjoy the support of Rohini in manifesting what you desire, and may your ox cart be full of sweet rewards. Until next time, my beautiful friend, keep shining your light and doing your work in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Happy full moon in Rohini. Take care. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.